Yes with Brit, the podcast that provides an exclusive backstage look of the makeup industry. Join me each week as we discuss life as a makeup artist, business, beauty tips, and share dialogue with the top professionals in our industry. Collectively, we'll unpack the highs and lows, laugh, and grow together. And I'm your host, Brittany Rogers. I'm a 10-year freelance beauty editorial, TV, and film makeup artist. This is your official backstage pass. I'm taking you behind the scenes. Welcome to BTS with Brit. Welcome back to another episode of BTS with Brit. That was so dramatic, but <laughs> I hope you guys have had an amazing week so far and that you've had a great first month of the year. And if it wasn't great, no worries, because you guys know January is just a trial season anyway. You can come back strong in February, so get your mind right and get ready to come strong. Today's topic is set etiquette. And one of the reasons I felt so strongly about discussing this topic is because set etiquette is like a hidden code that we don't talk about. We know there are rules on set, but we're not sure exactly what they are. And I mean, you end up learning through trial and error working on set. And to be honest with you, I didn't learn much about set etiquette in makeup school. And if you're a self-taught artist, you define what professionalism and the rules look like in your business. But the rules that you establish for yourself are totally different from industry standard. There were so many things that I had to learn when I began working in production, like how to read a script. (laughs) We're going to get into that in a minute call times and set lingo if you listen to last season then I'm sure you heard me talk about uh 10-1 to make a long story short when I started working in production instead of saying 10-1 which means I have to go to the bathroom I would say um excuse me I'm gonna walk off for a second to go to the bathroom and I was on a set one day and everybody was laughing. They're saying 10-1, they're walking off. They're laughing at me when I said I had to go to the bathroom. And I was like, what's going on here? Little did I know it was because they wanted me to use the term 10-1. And a lot of times you won't find too many people who will correct you and just say, okay, no, but here's what you say. You know, you just pick it up and learn as you go. And sometimes you run into those good folks who do tell you what to do on set. So think of today's topic as your cheat sheet. So when you start working with producers, directors, actors, models, different crews, different sets, you will understand set etiquette. Set etiquette not only shows that you're professional, it also shows that you're serious about your job. You respect the project and your colleagues and you're committed to being a team player. We could spend all day on today's topic, but I am going to give you I think I have, what, like six or seven of the top set etiquette rules that you need to know. So you know what I'm going to say. Grab your notebooks, grab your edges, because I'm dropping gems. (laughs) The first thing and the most important thing is dress professional, but comfortable. Let me say that again. But comfortable. (laughs) Now, most sets do have a dress code. They will tell you to wear all black for professional reasons. And to be honest with you, I really don't know what the reason is for all black. Um, The only reason that I heard is that it looks in uniform, but most sets require you to wear all black. Now, you want to make sure that you invest in good shoes, have uh, some insoles, and some shoes that you are okay in running in. 
Yes, I said running because sometimes you may have to run to set. You may be running from base camp, which is where that the department head and who else may be keeping you to do makeup to set and you might be short on time. In my case, one time I had to run from Pier 59, which is a studio in Manhattan, about three to four blocks away to go get some product for the artist that I was assisting from his storage. If I had boots on and I was trying to look cute, your girl would have been tore up. So you never know what you're going to be doing on set. You might be standing for long periods of hours. So always make sure that whatever you have on is professional, but it's also comfortable. And you got shoes on that. If you got to kick it, you can kick it. (laughs) The next thing is you want to be on time. If your call time is 6.30 a.m., you want to be there at 6 a.m. In all honesty, your call time means that at 6.30, you're supposed to be set up and ready to go. Now, not all sets are like this. Sometimes you'll arrive and the crew will be loading in and that's okay. It's nothing wrong with being early. And honestly, you'll impress your crew or your department head if you're early. And then the best part about being early is you are not jumping into the morning chaos you know you have time to set up you have time to go to craft services which is the food table and you get the fresh coffee arriving late is never a good look you put your employment in jeopardy when you arrive late I mean the crew may start questioning like do we want this person back and if you're assisting you already know arriving late looks really bad especially if especially if this is your first time assisting the person so always be early whether you're assisting whether you are Um, working under the department head, whatever it was, be early. Be sure to check the route and your traffic the night before. Look for any parking. And if your GPS says you're going to be there at 6 a.m., try to be there at 5.50 because you never know. There may be accidents. There may be street closes, and you don't want to get caught up in any foolishness and look late when you're coming to set because nobody's going to care about, oh, there was an accident. There was traffic. I got lost. They don't care about none of that. None of that. I was in New York once and got into a car accident, and when I got upstairs and finally got to the set, they said, oh, well, about time you showed up. Nobody asked me, was I okay? Nobody was like, girl, are you hurt? Do you need an ambulance? They said, oh, finally you're here. We're waiting on you because time is money. So I wasn't hurt in the accident. My car was just a little damaged. That's a whole nother story for another day. (laughs) Um, But it took forever for the police to come. And that's why I was standing there so long because I didn't want to leave my car. Number three, you want to know your script and your shot list. So your script is a written text of the play, movie, or whatever it is that you may be doing. And then there's the shot list. The shot list is your document that maps out everything that's going to happen in each scene. So every scene that you're going to film or do video on. And then if you're doing a photo shoot, there is a mood board. And a mood board is an arrangement of images, sometimes materials, pieces of color that show you the style and the concept of the project. Now, whatever it is that you receive, this is going to help you understand what's going to go on on the set or what type of look that you need to do. It's best that you read the script or your mood board and your shot list ahead of time so that you will know if there's any particular products that you need to bring and you can keep up when you're on set. You know this is the direction that we're going in next. You don't want to be that person that's not informed and then you're out here looking stuck and stupid. 
Looking at your script and your mood board and your shot list will also give you an idea of how much time that you need so you can communicate that to the decision makers. Now, if you're working under a department head, which is the key makeup artists, you know, the people who are in charge of all the artists, then they will communicate that to you. But if you are an independent artist and you get hired by this production, you need to communicate ahead of time, not when you get on set, how much time that you need to create this look or do the look changes. Nine times out of 10, once you get on set, they already have a shot list and a schedule that they're sticking to. So if they put okay, she only needs 15 minutes to do this makeup look. When in reality, you need 40 minutes. Now that's going to cause confusion. So read your script, your shot list, your mood board ahead of time so you can communicate how much time you need. Now, let me remind you guys of something. Anytime I'm telling you something on the podcast, it's because I've been through it and I want you to do better. Don't be me. And there was a time where your girl did not read her scripts. I didn't read the scripts. I didn't read the shot list or the mood board. I would just walk up to set. And this is so embarrassing, but I'm telling you guys this because I want you to learn. So one day I walked into set and we were doing like a whole 50s throwback look. And I was so confused. So the director walks over and starts asking me about looks and what I think. And I'm like, because I didn't read the script. It was terrible. Luckily, they had plenty of reference picks and... I keep a really big kid on me when I'm doing production. So I had everything that I need, but I was new. So I didn't know that as a makeup artist, if you're working in any type of scripted show or working on any type of show, creative project, period, you need to read over the script and, you know, your shot list ahead of time so you can know what you're doing. I thought, you know, I'm just the makeup artist. I'm going to show up. They're going to tell me what to do. And that's not how it works. Sometimes they depend and rely on you as the artist to tell them what you think from your professional standpoint. So if you're reading a scene and it says, oh, um, Susie is emotional and outraged and she just came from outside and it was snowing, what would her makeup look like? It's not going to look pretty and glam if she's just coming from out of a storm. You know, she's cold and pale and maybe her mascara is running. So be sure to read your scripts. If you want a visual of a script coming to life, and seeing how like the makeup and hair plays out versus how it was written in the script. There is an Instagram page called Screen Played, S-C-R-E-N-P-L-A-Y-E-D. One half of the screen shows the script and the other half shows the actual scene. So you can see the script come to life and how the background look, the colors, the makeup, the hair. I'm pretty sure you guys aren't going to hear this because Omatic is going to cut this part out, but we just had a short intermission from a Um, a professional actor and he said that a script is for screenplays meaning for movies so remember that guys script screenplay that was advice from a professional (laughs) okay so now you've done all the back work you know to dress professionally you know to be on time you know about your script your shot list your mood board Next, you're on set, you've done the makeup, and now it's time to go in to do last looks. When you're doing last looks, you want to be quick, but gentle. Last looks is, you guys hear me say this every week, last looks is when you're working on a production, they're about to roll on a take, and they're giving you your last chance to do any hair and makeup touches before they roll out. 
not roll out, but roll on the take. (laughs) So this is your time to step in. Now, you don't want to take up too much time. You want to be as quick as possible, but also be gentle. That actor or actress, they're already in the zone. You know, they're already ready to perform. So they don't want you beating all heavy on their face and doing a whole lot of changes. So be sure to check the monitor. Look at what you need before just stepping in. Uh, Step in. Do what you have to do. Be quick. Be gentle. Have whatever you need to touch that artist up already ready and, and in hand. So for me, I keep my set bag. I'm sure you guys seen me post it before. If not, I'll leave it in the stories on BTS with Brit under the makeup kit highlight. I carry this bag and if I'm working with more than one talent, I have little mini bags that I'll keep. The powder, the brushes, the lipstick, whatever I use on that talent, it's in this mini bag. And they're color coded. So one is like green, yellow, blue. So I know when it's time to step in, if I have to touch up John, John's bag is yellow. So here's everything that I need for him. I'm not just standing in front of him, fumbling through my bag, trying to get what I need to touch him up. And again, if you're not sure how your makeup will look, it's okay to check the monitor. If you don't have a monitor on set, ask the camera operator if you can look into their camera lens or do they have a small monitor that you can look at for a second to make sure that the makeup is perfect. Next, don't be afraid to ask questions. Ask questions about what you have to do. Don't just stand around and wonder and say, okay, well, I don't know. I guess I'll figure it out. If you don't know, don't be afraid to ask. It's better to ask than to do the wrong thing, especially if you're assisting. When I'm assisting, I'm always making sure I ask my artist, is there anything that you need me to do now? Or how do you like your makeup kit set up? If they're asking you to go on a food run, what time would you like me to have your lunch or your coffee delivered? If you're working independently and the crew decides to change around the scenes ask them hey I I noticed that we're not going in the shot list order what scene are we working on next it's better to ask again than to just be wandering off in space trying to figure out what to do all right so we're we're getting close to the end of my points but the next thing is you want to pay attention to what's going on in your department and stay where you need to be It's not cool to leave your set without telling anybody and now they need you and something's wrong and everybody's looking around. That can cause serious panic. And when you're working in production, time is money. Everything is on a tight schedule. If they run over time, that's more money and they don't want to have to wait on you because you had to step off to take a phone call or handle some type of business. If you need to step off set, be sure to let the production assistant know so they can let the other crew members know or ask, hey, I need to step off for a second. Is this a good time for me to step to the side? I just need five minutes. Always communicate where you're gonna be, what you're doing. The last thing you wanna do is not be where you're meant to be and then you keep production on hold. And my last two points are, the first one is, Learn set jargon. There are plenty of articles online that will teach you what set jargon is. Set lingo not only helps you communicate, but it's also good for your safety. For example, if you hear somebody say points or hot points on set, that means somebody is coming through with something like a light or a C-stand, you know, something pointy that could injure you and you need to move out the way and clear the path. They're carrying very heavy objects and, you know, they don't have time to put it down and say, excuse me. So they just yell points, points, and you move out the way. So you want to know the set jargon for your safety. 
Another one is room tone. So at the end of you shooting a scene, the sound operator may say, hold for room tone. This means that they need you to be quiet for 30 seconds so that they can get the sound of the room. Now, I don't know exactly why they need this. This will be a omatic question. But let's say they say, hold for room tone, and you start talking to somebody next to you. <laughs> the whole crew turns around like, shh, hey, be quiet. And now you look crazy. So you want to be sure to learn your set jargon. And don't be ashamed if you don't know it at first. I've already told you guys, I've had many times where I didn't understand the set jargon and I was just out here looking crazy. So it takes some time to learn and memorize. And if you're on set and you don't know what it means, find somebody that you trust and just ask them, hey, could you, what does such and such and such mean? And they'll tell you or Google it. And lastly, no BTS and passing out your business cards. Now, I know we live in a world where it's cool to post BTS. I get it. I love BTS. My podcast is BTS from Red. I want to share as much as I can, but all sets are not open to BTS. Some sets are closed sets. We talked about this in season one. Sometimes you cannot just go post them behind the scenes because you could be giving up some exclusive merchandise or something, you could be ruining a brand's whole brand strategy by posting what's going on on set. Let's say they have, Nike has a new, let's say it like this. All right, you are working on Beyonce's set. You're working on uh, her new Adidas launch and you decide you want to post BTS. And now you've ruined the surprise. Somebody saw it and it went viral. You know how Instagram goes. So you have to be sure to watch what you're posting. You need to ask, is it okay if I post behind the scenes images? And nine out of 10, if it's a closed set, they're going to tell you beforehand, hey, it's a closed set. They're going to make you sign an NDA. And sometimes if it's super serious, they will take your phone from you until the end of set. So you have to ask about BTS. Don't just go post them. And don't pass out your business cards on set, especially if you're assisting somebody else. This is not your client. It's not your job. And it would be really rude of you to walk up, you know, on somebody else's job and say, hey, here's my card. Call me. I'm, a, I'm available for work. If somebody approaches you and asks you, do you have a business card? I would love to work with you. You let them know. I am not the key artist here. I'm working under... Uh, Let's say you're wor you're working under me. You're working. I'm working under Brittany. So if you need anything in regards to makeup, I would suggest speaking to her. Some artists do pass out their business cards because they don't know about it and they don't understand. And it's okay. It's okay if you messed up. Just apologize to your artist and make it right. Now, if you're an independent artist and you're on set by yourself and somebody else approaches you, that's a different story. But if you're working under somebody else. Don't pass out your business cards. But also one more thing. If you are an independent artist, just remember the timing in which you pass out your business cards. Don't just go passing them out. If somebody asks for it, it's okay. But, you know, we're not here to kiki, hee hee ha and network. We're here to do a job, and it's a very serious job. So you may not even have time to pass out your business card. And if somebody's looking for you, they can find you on the call sheet. We're all listed on the call sheet. So, guys, I hope that this is helpful and that you can navigate set a little better thanks to these tips 
If you have any more that you want to discuss or you think I should add to the list, let me know because we might do a set etiquette part two. Hey, who knows? But let's get into our last looks. So if you're new here on the podcast, last looks is where I give you guys some advice, something that I went through. So like a crazy story, something that I'm learning about that's helping me grow. Or if we have a guest, our guest will give us advice for the, for the day. But I've included something new in last looks. If you have a question that you would like me to answer on the podcast, you can now send me a DM on our Instagram page at BTS with Brit and ask your question. I'll answer it here on the podcast. I will leave your name out, so don't worry. You can tell me about crazy set situations or clients and ask how you want to navigate the situation. It could be something like, hey, I'm feeling down. How do you find your creativity? Whatever it is, I'm here to answer it because I want to engage with you guys more and bring you in on the podcast. So send me DMs, leave me a comment, whatever you want to do, and I will be sure to answer them on the podcast. Now, you should already know what last looks means. We talked about this. That is when we step in and do touch-ups on our clients or our talent before we roll on a take. So before we roll out today, here is my last look. Our last look today is from a BTS with Brit listener. I was on Instagram Live before we recorded this episode, and one of our listeners said, how do you deal with lack of inspiration? That's a really good one because when times are hard and especially during this pandemic, y'all in my mind, I wanted to say pandemic like the girl on Instagram, (laughs) but serious moment, serious moment during the pandemic, it just took over us mentally. And I feel like it kind of pushed our inspiration out the window. But when I am lacking creativity and inspiration, I know that that is a result of me needing rest or I'm worried about something that's going on in my life. So that's when I take time to step away from makeup and take care of myself. If you guys notice, I don't post every day. I don't post in my stories because I feel like in order for me to show up and do my best work when it comes to me working on set or when it comes to me uh, recording the podcast, I have to take care of myself first. And you know my favorite quote is from the great Lauren Hill, how you gonna win if you ain't right within. I get my best inspiration when I step back. So maybe that looks like for me going on a staycation or having a weekend where uh, I turn my phone off. I will separate myself from all things makeup and just drown myself in something that I love. Going running, going on a nature walk, surrounding myself by my family. The goal is to pour joy back into yourself because that's when inspiration and creativity spark. Another way that I find inspiration is to pull up on God. Just like that. I get in his presence. I pray. I worship. um, I journal and get rid of any negativity that my mind and my body may be holding. You know, take care of your body. Take a bath. Get a massage. Whatever it is that you need to do. And I promise you that everything that you need, your creativity, your inspiration will come flowing back to you. There'll be so many ideas. I keep a notebook on me because when the ideas hit, I got to be able to catch them. So try these tips out, get some rest, take care of your body, take care of your mind and stay prayed up because God is the secret sauce. And we know that all things and creativity and inspiration, if you stay in him, it will flow from him and he'll give you 
ideas that you couldn't even imagine. Um, and also get good rest, sleep well. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Some nights I wake up out of my sleep with good dreams and dreams of things that I should do in my business. And I keep my notebook by my nightstand. So I hurry up and write them down. And when I implement them in my business, it just, it grows bigger than what I could ever imagine. So rest, relax, and trust God. He will boost you with more creativity and inspiration that you could ever think of or imagine. And that is my last look for today. As always, guys, I want to thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. You being here, listening and subscribing is not taken lightly. I appreciate you and love you all so much. I couldn't do this without you. So until next week, you know what I'm going to say. Wash your brushes, take your vitamins, wear your mask. Listen to your COVID officer on set because they're trying to keep you safe. And I will talk to you next week. (laughs) Bye.